It's always good to be the pig. <laughs> <laughs>
uh, sending out the bag. He should have, but he trusts us that much. And it's just nice to be able to do this with him in person. He's been on the podcast before, but he was our first one over Zoom. 190-odd weeks later, we finally get him in the flesh, and it's, it's worthwhile. Absolutely trust me on this. Throughout this conversation, we are literally going to touch on so many different subjects about <laughs> being tattooed on tour to the scene's evolution, inspiring massive artists these days like Demi Navarro and Machine Gun Kelly, the 20th anniversary of In Love and Depth, coming Whoa. back to the UK for Download Festival, and so, so much more. I mean, this is a guy that you have idolized and even got to share the stage with once or twice in the past. When we met up with their tour manager, um, Sheep, uh, he took us to the dressing room and then he tried to introduce us. And we were all like, oh, no, no, no we know each other. No, it's all, it's all good, but it's all good. They've always been absolutely lovely guys to me and they are absolute legends in this scene. Yeah, loads of nice moments from the tattooing to hanging out to uh, vape swapping. Um, trying mm. to share vapes. That was um, strange. Got to share this, this stage with them on Taste of Chaos a couple of times. Um, and it was a dream come true because the blackout once covered a box full of sharp objects years and years and years before we did stuff. So, yeah. Full circle yeah. again. We love a full circle moment. That's what this podcast is about. And you can get even more full circle moments with us if you have our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Sapnin. Over there, there's a whole community of wonderful people who meet up with each other at gigs, at festivals, hang out, get email with each other. So come and get involved. Patreon.com forward slash Sapnin. Share this podcast at SapninPod on Instagram and the app formerly known as Twitter. But let's shut up. Let's get straight into it. This is the Messiah himself, Mr. Burt McCracken of the Used, on episode 264 of Sapnin Podcast. Lovely stuff. Sapnin! Sapnin! What a time to be alive. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Shut 
Sapnin. 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 Quicker than any of us. (laughs) This week's guest is the fantastic, the wonderful, the inspirational. Bert McCracken of the used. It's happening. No. Oh, oh, thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> Good night. Validation. That's the validation we needed. But no, Bert, Good to see you? you guys. I'm great. Hanging. Yeah. Chilling. Yeah, it's been a while. It's nice to do this in the flesh. We were just saying that you were our kind of uh, first guinea pig for when the world stopped and we had to move this over to Zoom and everything. So it's nice to actually sit down with you in person. It's and always good to be the pig. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, I appreciate it. Um, yeah, how's, uh, how's things in the UK been so far? Amazing. Show's been awesome. Super hype. Weather's not too bad. We've been, we've been dealing with it. Um, jet lag's been pretty bad, but yeah. apologies. that's to be expected. Australia and UK are like completely... It's like 12 hours, yeah. 11 hours difference. So it's kind of done my head in. But yeah, we've had a great time so far. Last night in London was off the chain. Oh, yeah, that's, was- that's what the kids say. It was fire. <laughs> it was fire. Uh, on God. On no God. Cap. No cap. <laughs> no cap. Yeah. For hizzy. Yeah. For shizzy even. For real, for real. For real, Oh, yeah. FR, FR. <laughs> Only JK. <laughs> we just start speaking letters for the rest. Let's just do letters for the rest yeah. of it. I, I was lost for two seconds there. I don't know what well, was going on. We're not done with the kids, well, I guess. No, yeah. Yeah. Not, not down just, with the new lingo, me. Yeah. No. Bloody hell. Just down with the sickness instead. Uh, yeah. uh, there you go. Uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> 20, joke 20 years too late. <laughs> yeah. You want to tattoo me while we're doing this? Yeah. What oh. should we do? Oh, can we? Can oh, we you're, going, you're still going? All right, sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'll use your needle. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Isn't it? Let's mix it up. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody who doesn't have a tattoo right now is a wimp. His name's Joe. <laughs> I just got Joe Rules. <laughs> like, last night I got Patrick's name. Nice. I got this eyeball. Got this Hello Kitty with a bong. <laughs> <laughs> I got this. Finally. These Roman numerals. Nice. They say 1620. You get it? 420. Ah! Lovely. <laughs> As a fellow uh, Jamaican oh, yeah, cigarette fan myself. I got the cover I of uh, Jane Doe. Oh, like Jesus Converge. Christ. Nice. Yeah. Fuck. Super cool. One of my favorites. Is this just a new standard in the dressing room now? Just to have yeah, the tattoos? Yeah. Pat has come with us on four tours. Just Yeah. Hi, everyone. <laughs> just, doing, <laughs> just doing mad tattoos every day. It's... Pretty, awesome. It's pretty fun having yeah. a tattoo artist on tour. I try to get one a day just to keep the doctor away. <laughs> nice. What's, um, yeah, so what's the next one going to be? I'm not sure. What are we doing? The flux capacitor. Oh. <gasps> David Bowie. Nice. Knuckles. My, yeah. We got, we got some plans. Possible face. Yeah. What? Actually on your face or face somewhere? He's going to tattoo his own face. What? Yeah. <laughs> how, how hard is that? <laughs> what a... F- yeah. I'd say hard, yes, what? dude. Are you kidding? Yeah, Joey could actually do it. We've all done t- pat, t- tattoos on Pat. Tattoos on Tat. Tattoos. Tattoos. If that's not the name of your shop, tattoos. Tattoos, dude. Tattoos the whenever shop. You, whenever you open up your own shop, it's tattoos. That's great. You are welcome. That is free. <laughs> you can have that. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, what's next after this? Are you guys going to Europe? Going home for a little bit. Ooh. Yeah. We, uh, well, we have the rest of the year off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks. 
Well, we we have a little bit of time off. We're going to uh, South America in March. Nice. And then, yeah, the next year will be some bopping tours. Coming back here for download. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Can't wait. Download is such a good time. Yeah. Yeah, and you haven't it. played that festival in like a decade. Is it, I this know. Point? It's amazing. Yeah. We haven't been to the UK in, since he was first in the band, since Joey was first in the band. Yeah. So it's super good to be back. It's like, it feels right too. People are stoked. We're stoked. Everything's kind of <laughs> locked in. Yeah. Well, this is one of the things I was going to bring up because, you know, obviously there being a few tours announced in the past and for many reasons, you know, you've had to cancel and take care of your health more importantly yeah. than that. So actually to be back here now, I feel like the UK is probably one of those countries that really embraced the used, yeah. even from day one. Is it kind of refreshing in a way to get back to a place that you're so familiar with, but yet haven't been in so long? Yeah, it's great. Um, everybody that we meet is has been so kind and understanding. And I think a lot of people out there struggle with the same uh, ailments. A lot of people have... Uh, hard time with depression and anxiety so it's been a really cool reception to know that people are not only hyped about the band but also like with the band as far as like love and support and yeah it's been amazing i've also seen and i always find this really interesting is that there's a point now where people are obviously seeing you for like the 10th 20th 30th time but there's so many people seeing you for the first time as know, well. It's, it's like great. if they either didn't get a chance way back in the day or they've discovered you through some weird kind of outlet this time around. How refreshing is that? How weird is that to see like it's not just oh, it's the same old faces. It's new people discovering the used every single day. Yeah, every day at our meet and greet. We, I've, I've been a fan of yours for 20 years. I've never seen you guys. It's like, <laughs> I'm 23. Damn. What yeah. the fuck? <laughs> yeah. We get a lot of those. I've been listening to you since I was five. I love you guys. Um, but yeah, it's a really cool feeling. We, we People flying all over from all over the world to come here to see us. And uh, yeah, we couldn't be more grateful. It's just been such a ride. Um, and for all the newcomers, we're, we're, just, we're like, fucking welcome to the family. Yeah. So pumped. That's awesome. Yeah, I was outside just now and there was, um, there was a couple of people outside who couldn't have been couldn't be more than like 19 or something like that, which is mad really when you think about yeah. it. Like we're all, I hate to say it, but we're all slowly getting on a bit. <laughs> it's all right. Ooh. We're getting wise. Ooh, I'm getting get cheating thinking of it. Oh, <laughs> what would you put um, down to this kind of new generation? Because I think there's so much talk about nostalgia being such a big thing now. And, you know, there's inventions like TikTok and all this, but you are having a gateway to reach people that maybe wouldn't normally necessarily have checked out the band before. Is it, is it weird for you to see like this whole resurgence of this emo scene or whatever you want to call it from albums and bands 20 years ago that you're all kind of back doing this and everyone's kind of reforming and this all kind of, kind of coming back around again. I mean, yeah. It's about time, man. We've had so much, so many years of like, feelinglessness mm. so many years of uh i just feel like shallow meaningless boof, 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 boof. it's nothing uh no offense to the uh to the edms but i think that the music was so heartfelt and so meaningful in the early 2000s that it makes a lot of sense that it's coming back in a huge way i think people really want something to hold on to music is 
like church for a lot of people music saves lives every day so yeah i think that this kind of music especially has a has a message that you want to hold on to that you can take it take to your heart and really you know you change your life feel inspired all of that nice. mm. i see when the when we were young lang up got oh, announced when the when we were young lineup got announced and seeing that you guys are playing in love of death uh, celebrating 20 years of that i mean it's so many people just sharing memories of like oh my god i remember picking up this record for the first time is there any little tidbits or any little memories that come running back to you when you're thinking like okay we're gonna revisit this album now and play a lot of these kind of like maybe the tracks that you haven't put out in in a long time yeah it's a incredible feeling we uh we were on top of the world when in love and death came out it was it was insane there were billboards for the record and it, like it went went hype i remember that night when the record came out outside of uh tower records there was this massive 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 line like a mile long and our manager's like jump out run down that line i'm like okay cool i'm like <laughs> running down the line and like nobody's looking at me and people were kind of looking at me funny and then finally somebody's like Dude, this is the Interpol release party. Oh, <laughs> oh things on the West like, Coast. All right, my bad. Oh. That was a fun night. But yeah, In Love and Death has, has been such an insane record. So important in my life. So inspirational in my life. Um, I think everybody kind of struggles with the same situations. Everybody's going to lose somebody close to them. Everybody's going to feel really really high highs and really low lows in life and uh i think this record kind of captures all of it it's um and the nostalgia coming back and people like man i remember exactly where i was when i first heard this song mm. and that's what music's all about the memories and the moments well very much so yeah 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 100 percent. i always find it interesting as well and i don't know if there's anything in particular or like a certain time point where you feel the popularity of maybe this music crossing into the mainstream died off because i think you know in the late 2000s early 2010s you did see a lot of people shifting to kind of electronically yeah. based emo music or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. you guys always kind of stayed away from that as much as you could what about that time in particular do you think kind of was it just people trying to fit into what was changing in pop culture and try not to be forgotten i mean it's it's, it's weird to see little things like that happen deflate a bit and then come back around when everyone's just kind of like oh no let's go back to the way it was i think that a big part of it pro tools came out in the early 2000s and um i think that the technology was just growing and growing and growing when people mm. realized they could make those kind of sounds it right. makes perfect sense that they would put together amazing tracks and like i said no no offense to edm but i think that it's kind of missing that kind of reach that grab inside you that pulls you um at least for me i don't know i'm I'm a it's it's so i guess yeah Yeah. it's like yeah how much much music can uh, a machine-based thing have really yeah that's what that's kind of how i felt about it yeah we always kind of thought that we were a rock band and we wanted to make rock music and um we embraced the emo um hardcore we've been an emo band for 23 years now so couldn't be more stoked nice <laughs> yeah i was i find it uh 
very weird when you keep seeing these videos online of AI being generating someone to sing like someone else. And I'm just like, whoa, I hope we kind of dial back down they, on that. Have they, done, have they done that to you yet? Have you been oh, I'm AI sure voiced? It. I'm sure really? it. Yeah. Um, it's scary, but it's, it's, it is what it is, right? Mm. Yeah. Like, it's going to, it's going to take us all. <laughs> yeah. At some point we're going to have to blend with it. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. I think that people are going to become way, way more protective and way more. I hope so. I mm. think it's going to, yeah, I hope so too. Yeah. 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 That's me being positive. Yeah. Well, I mean, in yeah. another world, it's going to take all our lives away. <laughs> we're all going to be murdered. We're just the cancer on this earth to the robots. Yep. Um, yeah. They'll know. Yeah. They'll know the one thing that's destroying the planet. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I've, over the like, last couple of months, I've seen like a slight change in people refusing to use like Spotify anymore and want to move to platforms that artists get paid more often, yeah. stuff like that, which is only a good thing, I guess, because 100%. I was thinking about this earlier. There isn't, there isn't a job in the world where the CEO, the creator of the product, probably gets paid the least amount compared to like everybody else. Like if, when you think managers and booking agents and record labels and everybody else gets paid as much, if not more, than the artists who create the right. music. And then the music is expected for free by people. Which is nuts to me. Yeah. Which is bonkers. Like I know I'm. That's me coming at it from a musicians. Well, a lot of people but don't even know that. Yeah. A lot of people don't put two and two together that like these Spotify billionaires are not paying us. Yeah. <laughs> They're fucking not paying us, and they get away with it. Yeah. So something's got to change. I think that with uh, eradication of ignorance, we'll, we'll reach this level where people are like, wait, I want my favorite band to get paid. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, like, I mean? I'd like to see my favorite band again. Yeah, I want to <laughs> see them How can we keep them going? Shows. Oh, fund yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> fund the fuckers. That'd be a good idea, exactly. wouldn't it? Make sure they can eat. That's a good one. Yeah. Keep, if you keep them alive, they yeah. might be able to do more music. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> keep them out of the delivery of pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially venues that are not too far from takeaway stops. I mean, that's always a, it's always a nightmare. Um, yeah. While we're on about technology and everything like that, I mean, one theme that always comes up with some of our other guests is when we're talking about kind of music production is just the all the tales of the mad things John Feldman used to make you do, especially on the first couple of records and techniques, whether it was kind of him adding like the bicycle sound or making you sing in caves and all that kind of thing. Yeah, I remember the first time I saw anybody record outside the studio was you with john feldman in a tunnel with an sm7 <laughs> and his and his mac laptop and yeah. i was like what the fuck are they doing yeah <laughs> what the fuck's going amazing on here? recording in that way we went we went up north and sang, sound effects and over dramatics we sang on this cliff like out over the beach and amazing wow. yeah it's really um like the memories that i have are irreplaceable it's uh John Feldman, still my brother, my one of my best friends, um, yeah, w had a way of taking things to the next level that I don't think um, a lot of people at that time had even thought about. What is it? What is it? What is it? She did it. She did it. Jeff rules. Bert rules. Dan rules. Tattoos. That's fucking tight. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That's tight. <laughs> we just got a we just got a um production manager who uh got Burt Rules tattooed on his leg because I got Joe Rules. His name's Joe. I got Joe Rules on my leg yesterday. Nice. Yeah. 
Just the love goes around this camp. <laughs> We're all one big happy family, that's for sure. He's a very brave man having a sheep on his leg when there's two Welshmen in the room as well. <laughs> yeah, that's true as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's very true. In the future. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. With, with, the, with the Feldman techniques, were you ever kind of like, why what? is he yeah, making what? me do this? Surely reversing a bike isn't going to work, John. <laughs> I... Uh, I was down for anything at that at that point. I was just so excited to be recording, so excited to be a part of the, this thing that I I knew was going to be massive. And yeah, I trust John Feldman with my life. He uh, he knows what's up. He was one of the first. Uh, yeah, he was one of the first people on Pro Tools to actually like push it, push it, push it to the next level, which is really fantastic. Yeah. Well, I remember the first time I heard your voice as well, which was on uh, Open Your Eyes by Goldfinger. And I didn't know for years that it was you. I, Well, how can I say that? After the first used record came out, I was like, that's got to be a on that Goldfinger song, surely. But it, I couldn't find any like information on it. And then I was like, it's got to be. Like, that voice is so, so you and brilliant that uh, I was like, it's got to be him. And then we ended up having John on and uh, I ended up getting to speak to him about it. Um, yeah, what was the weirdest thing that he had you do? Was there anything? I think the first record where um, recording and people were just throwing things at me was <laughs> quite a strange experience, but we got some magic out of it. Um, yeah, we had a... Let me think about what song it is on In Love. Oh, Find A Way. He made all these really cool sounds, and he was actually... Um, like encouraging me to take whippets from him. <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> so you can hear it on there. It's like, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. What am I? Yeah. What am yeah. I? Fucking technique. Yeah. yeah. When was the last time somebody threw something at you in a recording studio? <laughs> it's been all actually last record. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was for a different reason. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, does it ever come around now where, I mean, because technology has evolved so much, I mean, you know, there's plugins and there's effects and stuff that you don't need to go to a, a cave or a hill or whatever to, to get that kind of effect. But when you're in the studio and stuff now, do you still think like, oh, maybe let's just do something random just to see if that kind of adds anything to it? Yeah, our songwriting process has changed so much. We, uh, with Feldman, it's it's hard to explain, but we do a song a day and just bang through them Um, and try not to overthink too much and try not to... So we're so caught up in the moment. It's like, let's go... Let's go down the street and and record at this uh, park. Or it's like let's just get the song out. Let's bang the songs. <laughs> see which ones. It's just throwing everything at the wall and see what sticks. It's really cool. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I just love the uh, the whole energy and that just kind of relationship you guys have had. It's just uh, it's like yeah, it's, it's like a really yin and yang thing. It's like one we can't have one without the other. Yeah. We uh, when Joey got in the band, we were trying to feel out producers and we got with a few different guys and then uh it was just like no let's go with feldman can i make a record yeah joey was like can i make a used record with feldman pretty please and then yeah we we got in the studio with feldman at uh, 2018 2019 and made made heartwork which is one of my favorite used records yeah yeah and same same kind of writing process just blasting one a day seeing what works kind of not not overthinking things by the end of the day you put the song away and then you move on and you come back and see how we feel about it some you're like oh that's terrible let's put that out 
or someone's like, damn, that's a great song. Let's put that out. So we kind of just put everything out that we do, but it's nice to have like a big chunk of songs, you know? Hmm. Yeah. Especially with Toxic Positivity. I mean, that's your ninth record. Yeah. I'm sure like, it's crazy when you step back and think like, well, we've put out about <laughs> nine of these, like, you know, especially when it comes to lyrics, I'm sure there's always stuff that you want to write about. You're very, you love your poetry. You love reading books. You love kind of that whole side of, of things rather than just, oh, I need to, f- I need to find something to fit a melody. You know, I'm, I'm sure you always come with lyrics. Is there ever struggles with that or did you just, is a constant inspiration day in day out i think that the way we do it is we go into the studio and we kind of talk about how we feel that day yeah and we really kind of feel out the emotion of of the moment and then we write a song around that so it's really yeah i always have a poem or i always have a little piece of writing that would would be appropriate but (laughs) dan is the (laughs) loudest man on the planet (laughs) but yeah i feel um I feel lucky that I have a love for poetry and a love for books. All I all I have to do is sit down, read a poem, and be inspired. And there's a there's a song, you know. Do one, come on, do one. (laughs) Put down your podcast. I was not expecting that. Fuck, that was funny. yeah lyrics have always been us my favorite part about writing um obviously but yeah it's never been uh never been a worry of mine Hmm. i think that there will always be some something new to write about there'll always be something exciting or something tragic or something in in the middle so yeah is there any lines in particular over the years that you've always been not surprised, but maybe kind of it's extra cool seeing people resonate with or sing back or have caught on more than you thought they would. Maybe you know, any Tattoo kind of done them. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good question. We've had some odd requests. There's a girl who comes through the line <clears throat> holding her iPad that says play paralyzed every night. And we're like, no, we're not, <laughs> we're not playing it again. I'm so sorry. But she wanted me to write, um, how could a fist fight be romantic so she could get it tattooed? And I was like, yeah, that's a fucking sick tattoo, actually. Nice. Yeah, I'll get that tonight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We do do that. We got a guy. Patu. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love the fact that you can just be in this dressing room now and you can just like, if we want a tattoo, we can have a tattoo. <laughs> yeah. It's a family out here. Mm. We really take it seriously. If there's any bad vibes, we try to get it out as soon as possible. You can't be a... Uh, you can't be a uh, you can't be a bad word around us. <laughs> you can't be any slurs around us. <laughs> uh, one thing I wanted to ask as well, I and mean, this is just like generally wondering, because you live in Australia now, like how does the logistics of band life Rehearsing. Yeah, yeah. Rehe- like that's a hell of a commute for re- rehearsal. Like. Yeah, I knew what I was getting into when I moved down there, but we we kind of LA is kind of home base. It's close to Joey. Who knows where Jeff is at? Jeff lives in four or five different places <laughs> at once, and Dan lives in Utah, so it's kind of not far from where everyone's at. Just straight shot for me. So yeah, it depends on what we're doing. If we're if we're coming here, then I come straight here, and we we uh, rehearse here. Right. Cool. Um, but usually rehearsals are in LA. That's okay. Yeah. We take it pretty serious now too. We we rehearse hardcore and then we play a set every day before we go out and play a set. 
So we're kind of uh, at this point in our career where it means more to us than it ever has. Mm. You know, it's a really nice feeling. Mm. Is there anything you put that down to? I think just not taking things for granted. We've been we've been doing this for 23 years. We feel so lucky. You know, we feel so grateful. We wake up every day and look around. It's like, this can't be my life. This is absolutely <laughs> incredible. So, yeah, we're still in that place where everything's exciting. Everything's worth it. Um, we all have families now, so it's tough to leave. But when, when we do leave, they understand that we're doing something very special. Yeah. And we understand that as well. Hmm. And to be going for 23 years, I mean... You've never had the hiatus. You've never really been like, I'm going to put the band on hold for five years and come back. No way. Like, <laughs> like the, a, lot, a lot of people have. And is there anything that's kept you going with that? Because I'm sure there's times where it would have been easy just to be like, no, I'm going to go. I'm going to just bury my head in the sand for a couple of years. And then if I come back, I'll come back. But yeah, there's been so many out. highs and lows that it's uh, it's wild. Yeah, you, like you were saying around the late, 2010s 2008 9 10 there was a lull in this kind of music that you know we're going out to play shows and it's not a it wasn't the same as it was in 2004 and 5 um but this music is all it's all we know it's all we it's it's our church it's our religion it's our safe place um so yeah we never had any intentions to break up we never wanted to take a break or go anywhere it's kind of a little speech i gave on stage i'm like we've been an emo band for 23 years <laughs> we never broke up we never took a break we've been here the whole fucking time yeah you know mm. proud of it yeah well, no, it's it's just it's nice to see it's nice well, to it's see a, it's a testament to you as people and you as songwriters as well because the fact that your songs are literally still resonating with people 23 years down the line is fucking incredible. Yeah, we're, awesome. we're more than stoked. It's like we put our hearts and souls into these songs. You know, we put our everything in there. So to have a good reception, to have like positive feedback is only like it's a it's such a bonus part of it because I'm, I make these songs for me, you know? Yeah. Do you ever stop and consider how many bands you've influenced because there's got to be thousands man it's thousands uh, if not tens of thousands of bands. yeah it's it's a, yeah what time is it oh no <laughs> <laughs> do we have to stop <laughs> i mean <laughs> even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
1620, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah, I often reflect on what the what this band has done to the world. You know, the amount of damage we've done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's sorry so, for my band. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, sorry for it's that. so cool that we've we've uh, been a big part of so many people's lives. You know, we like I said, we wake up every day and can't fucking believe where we're at. Mm. You know. Hmm. But it must be cool as well when you see not just the influence you've had on bands within the scene, but kind of artists kind of outside of that now, especially you know, when you look at people with like Machine Gun Kelly and Youngblood and Demi Lovato, you know, you've been involved with some of their tracks over the last couple of years. It must be quite nice to have that kind of interaction with them and seeing like how much you meant to them in a, a different way. Yeah, it's always strange to hear like, yeah, Demi Lovato's a huge fan or like, <laughs> what? Post Malone's a huge fan. Yeah. It's like, damn, yeah. that's fucking Oh, good, awesome. when are we going on tour then? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Come take, on, Post. Take us, take us, Come take on, us, Post. Take us. Sort it out. Come on, Posty. He's <laughs> gone to him, But Come yeah, on. it's a unbelievable feeling. It's all super highs, you know, like when she, when Demi asked me, I was like, are you kidding? Of course I will. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah, we're we're stoked. The, the music has touched so many people's lives in so many different ways. Being an inspiration in that way is um, something you can't ever really actualize. Hmm. You know, how did the Machine Gun and Youngblood collaboration come about? Is that a John thing? Machine Gun Kelly just hit me up. He wanted me on the on the jam. So I was like, hell yeah, let's do one. Class. <laughs> We've had, it's not fucking easy. It's just not easy. Although yeah. I do have to say. Um, the we had a deal that he was going to sing on one of our songs and, oh, and he yeah. backed out <gasps> same with black bear we had a fucking deal i'll sing on your song if you sing on my song still getting ghosted what? these young kids motherfuck yeah. absolute bastard i've never even said it in an interview i've never even talked about it at all <laughs> but i have a solo record coming out Do you know what i was just about to ask <laughs> was there ever, ever any chance of a Bert McCracken solo record yeah so. me, me and John got in the studio together and we made about 24 pop jams wow. so I'm so excited probably put it out next March you guys are the first ones wow. to ever wow. thank you very much appreciate yeah. it I'm, fucking, I'm chuffed to hear that yeah. <laughs> yeah that's fucking amazing I come from that pop world so everything in the used records uh, um, that's really poppy like Cathedral Bell or one of those type of jams is right in my wheelhouse. I grew up with Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson, Mariah Carey. So that's my world. So I got to go in the wow. studio and make a bunch of pop songs. Marching. That's yes. good. I thought, I thought you were just going to list all the Jacksons. Yeah. <laughs> <T> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Big Joe himself. Yeah. The dad, Big Joe. <laughs> Doesn't even any Jackson. Like, Oh, um, is it? Is it going to be under Burt McCracken then? Like, what's it going to be? It's uh, Robbie the Used. Oh. Yeah. Wow, what a cool way of also keeping the keeping, band name. Yeah, keeping the evolved. band involved. It can only be positive for the band, That's of awesome. course, yeah. So, Robbie the Use dropping a pop record in March. Wow. wow. So stoked. I'll send you some jams. Oh, please. Oh, yeah, please. Yeah. I, I fucking... How, yeah. yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm just intrigued now. How did that come about in sense of like wanting to do it away from the band, but kind of keeping the name? I mean... Well, it's kind of a... Uh, Robbie the Used has been my... 
<laughs> oh no! no so like, Shit! Yeah, <laughs> no, we cut that. We cut. No, we bleep. We bleep that. Yeah, we cut. Yeah, we cut. Just be my beep. Oh my phone! Oh my phone! Just zero zero one seven two. I just fucking doxed myself. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. You're all. No, yeah, it's been a. It's been a, a nickname for a really, really long time, and yeah, cool way to keep the band involved. Um, they've all been really supportive. It was actually, uh, uh, my wife's like, what do you want for your 40th birthday? And I'm like, a solo pop record. <laughs> She's like, oh, just wait, a minute, let me just make some calls. Yeah. And working with John in that way is just unbelievable, man. He has such a talent for songwriting. Mm. He could write three hit songs a day. Mm. yeah he's fantastic oh yeah you yeah. just gotta look at his back catalogue and it's just yeah unbelievable yeah, yeah. how does he, he do it where's how it, does he do it where's yeah. it all coming from he's channeling he's channeling the he comes from a dark place he's got some demons he's got some and he's got some aggressive energy he's got some songs to put out if he's not working he'll go crazy mm. yeah no I can imagine especially when you're that intense into what you do I mean it's it's hard to separate yourself from. Yeah. From that, yeah. He lives and breathes it. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So what, yeah. One, what, what other vibes are just going to be on this? I'm just, you've blown me away with this, yeah. this, this now. Like what was, is, yeah. Can you talk about like any influences, any little things that you, you've tried with this? That would be, is it going to be completely different from what we've expected from your voice before? Like what's. I think completely different and very similar. If you like the popular side of the used, you'll get it. Um, but we wanted to, our influence, my influence was like Robin and yeah, like I said, Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson, Mariah Carey and some, some mainstream pop nowadays. I really love, uh, Dua Lipa, mm. nice. obviously Post Malone is one of the greatest artists that's ever lived. Future tour. Empire. Love you, Posty. Let's go. I just saw him right before I left and the show was, he's so good, man. He's so talented. So yeah, a lot of <clears throat> modern pop influences, a lot of influences from the 80s and early 90s and we just put it down. Nice. Just throw it down. Did John have any um, guests turn up? I'm guessing Travis Barker's turned up at some point. You've had, to, <coughs> you've had to shoo him away. We're keeping we're, we're keeping dead away from Travis Kardashian at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Right on. Oh, clipped. <laughs> right on. Clipped no. and shipped. It's all good. It's all good. I did a song with Avril, which is pretty cool. Awesome. I'm trying to get Demi on a song. Uh, Black Bear, like I said, he's ghost to me. Come on. He's got it. Come on, yeah. Bear. And Ghost what Malone. Is we should get your... a, the post on before Ooh, he goes. Oh, that would be so dope. Come on. Let's make it happen. Yeah. Let's well, he's like, we got a jam. I'm like, yes, we do. Yeah. We got a jam. Come with on. the dream. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> I'm excited wow. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah he made us too. Made us too. Very excited about this. Very so cool. Thank, thank you for sharing that. Um, You're welcome. Yeah, it's about time. It's <laughs> <laughs> been keeping it inside well, yeah. for so long, everybody. <laughs> so yeah. So when does everything start for that? Then, like when when does press and all that stuff? Start Who knows? For that? We're still kind of working things out. We'll start probably start putting singles out in March and see how it goes maybe nice. do three or four shows and maybe do a show over here maybe do a show over there maybe do a show everywhere <laughs> let's see wow. how it goes yeah oh, so awesome. exciting awesome yeah. awesome stuff speaking of shows um we've started asking a lot of our guests just the weirdest place they've ended up playing a gig i once played a bull ring in madrid yes so I've, that was the weirdest place I've ever played. We played a bowl ring in Chile. Oh. And there's like a 15-foot balcony. 
And as soon as we started, it was like a waterfall of kids jumping oh. off the balcony. It was insane. Wow. Yeah, but the weirdest place we've played is Yekaterinburg, Russia. Oh, I got stuck at the Dubai airport for like 12 hours because they didn't even know of the place. And it was spelled it was <laughs> spelled different. Somewhere it doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, it was spelled different on the ticket than it was on the actual like the how the actual city uh-huh. spelled it. So it was wild. Their claim to fame there is they have a Michael Jackson statue. <laughs> and everybody, whoever we met, is like, did you see the Michael Jackson statue? Oh, like, one thing? Yeah, we yeah. did. It's blue as fuck. <laughs> yeah, it looks more like Joe. But yeah, that was crazy. We went to an um, ontological hospital for kids with cancer and played a little acoustic thing there. It was uh, magic. It was magic. We're not going back to Russia anytime soon. <laughs> yeah. Motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Let's just say freedom for Ukraine because we can. Yes, let's. Yeah. I always love hearing the weird places radio stations put on gigs in the States because we've had people tell us like they've turned up and done chicken shops and zoos. It's all like you wouldn't get that over here. We're, we're yeah. never having someone in like the Tesco car park playing the gig. You know yeah. I mean? We played in the Best Buy parking lot. We played in. Uh, <laughs> Kmart parking lot, Walmart parking lots, wow. all the marts. Just, <laughs> yeah. If you've got Mart in the name, yeah, we'll, play, we'll play you. A lot of cool churches, um, a lot of dingy warehouses. Uh, yeah, it's funny. Yeah, mm, yeah, it's yeah. I always find it so funny when you see some venues and then you see like <laughs> you see like the big ambient theaters you play one night and then the next night you're in some weird Car garage yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it's funny we uh we love it all though put us wherever we'll play a show nice well this is a cool venue yeah this put is- us right here we'll play a show in the backstage upstairs dressing room <laughs> we could fit at least all right i'm drunk over there i've done shows yeah. in rooms this big too we fit about 25 people everyone going ape shit kicking faces yeah, break it. Oh, it's Jeffa from the used. Just about to make some tea. I don't know, Joe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Joe hangs out with his pants off all the time. <laughs> Joe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Joey. But yeah, no, this is a cool venue. This is the first time I've ever been to this venue. Yeah, it should be really fun. We're stoked. The all, the, the UK tour so far has been amazing. Although we've only done three shows so far, but it's mm. been magic. I was talking to Emma. Van Dizzle, Emma love, Van Dites before this. Love Emma. Yes, we love too. Emma that's so true. much. We all got tattoos yesterday. Oh yeah, Emma. Yeah, matching you. matching oh, heart really? news tattoos. Nice. This is so good. Awesome. Yeah, no, she was saying how amazing last night was. So uh yeah, very, very excited for Ooh, tonight. Last night was magic. Yeah. Just a special moments over here. Because we haven't been here for so long and the fans are so excited, but yet they're so their hearts are so warm. Like I said, they, they're they completely um, understanding of, of my situation. And it's good to have like, it's all family. It feels mm. like it's family. Nice. Yeah. How nice is it though to be that open with people and to be able to actually be transparent because it could be, you know, it could be easy just when those kind of situations happen and you need to cancel shows just to be like, oh, this is not happening. That's it. Like, whatever. Like, we'll, we'll tell you something again. But to actually be transparent and actually see people coming back to you with their own problems and their own kind of things like that. It must be kind of, yeah, it's, um, it's scary a lot of the times to put yourself out there like that. Um, you know, I, I think growing up depression and anxiety were things that were like 
kind of looked down upon, Pretty much. you know? And now that the world has kind of shifted, people understand, and I think a lot of people suffer with the same situation. Um, it's not as scary as it would be. Um, but yeah, to put yourself out there like that, it's it, it creates a lot of beautiful, beautiful moments with the fans, you know? Mm-hmm. As we start to wind down on this uh, conversation a little bit, I mean, we talked so much about just that kind of inspiration and, and being doing this for like 23 years now. I think when you can get this far into a career, I think some people can kind of question like, well, the legacy and the, what does this mean? Like, you know, have I done what I've wanted to and all that? But it just seems from talking to you here that you're just taking it still day by day and just enjoying stuff. Yeah, man, we're not going anywhere. <laughs> awesome. You're stuck with us. <laughs> I'm trying to do some Willie Nelson moves. <laughs> Put 91, put me up there. Oh. here's to another 50 years right yeah yes. that's what we, that's what we want and people yeah. always love and embrace this music and yeah from the new material to the fact that you're celebrating an anniversary next year with the 20th of in love and death i mean yeah it's just it's always love there's always love for this band yeah we we embrace our early career we love playing old songs we're not we're not strange like that like uh a lot of bands have have a hard time mm. people want to hear a track from the first or second record you know like what about all our other stuff it's like yeah we love all of our other stuff too we'll play that too but you know the taste of ink holy shit what a fucking fun song to play in every in every rock club i dj to this day yeah everybody swears love it you've got everybody swearing and like oh i love it (laughs) yeah it's what's the time oh there it is yeah what's the fucking time what time is it everybody um but yeah it's yeah to this day um yeah the songs are as big as they've ever been i think in rock clubs and stuff so it feels it feels so good like i said we're every day we're blown away we're so grateful and thankful and and we feel lucky to be where we're at so i don't think that would ever change we're just uh we're just four dudes from uh small places you Mm. know it's it's absolutely fantastic is there anywhere you've heard the used song and thought, what is it doing here? Like, it's been really caught off guard. Yeah, some marts. For the used and some different types. We're playing outside. Yeah. Inside, yeah. Some yeah. different we type of marts. We heard the, uh, I heard our song in an elevator in Japan one time. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> we're we're <laughs> elevator, elevator music, music. now. <laughs> uh, yeah, hell yeah, yeah. We're elevator music Was it now. in that elevator style or was it actually the actual song? It was the actual oh, song. I see. That's good. Even better yeah. if someone's taking the time to just play that little piano. <laughs> lullabies yeah that's coming in the future oh, it's not a bad oh, yeah it's not, it's a, bad not a bad concept to be yeah because yeah. even yeah even for our parents kids, yeah there's, oh people yeah. love like lo-fi playlists yeah. you get a lo-fi used there we go oh, it would be amazing we are flying with ideas today <laughs> if, if it's not this it's tattoos yeah tattoos tattoos the part tattoo shop yeah nice oh but love yeah it, love it yeah Class. but thank you so much for taking the time oh, anytime just, thank, thank you. you guys we really appreciate you oh, thank you yeah we really appreciate you it's just been nice to kind of hang out and talk the shit and yeah we're super excited for this show when can't wait yeah i remember speaking in the pandemic it was uh incredible then and incredible now so thank you i'm uh really happy for all your success thank oh. you keep Snap. doing what you're doing you too yeah we will. as you said you you will and we'll be happy <laughs> we're not going nowhere we'll be fucking chuffed you're so stuck good. with us good good and i can't wait 
wait for March now as well. Yes, yeah. that's going to be yeah. so good. Right on. Brilliant. Thank you. Thank you very much for everything. Thank you for the inspiration over the years. Yeah, you're welcome. Apologies for all the bands <laughs> that have come out <laughs> because of it, including my band. But yeah, thank oh, you very we're much. Stoked. Thank you. Yes. Woo! Yes, yes. Y E S. That was Robert McCracken of the used back once again, like the renegade master on Sapnin podcast, right here, right now, episode 264. <laughs> I can't believe we've uh, finally got to do this one in the flesh. Thank you again to Bert. Thank you again to the used. Thank you again to the sheep there, uh, two manager. Thank you very much to Emma Van Dites for sorting it out. We love her very much. I, I saw that she got to meet Ice Cube lately, and that's a massive what? thing for her. So, congratulations. I would also oh, like to meet Ice Cube. Oh, that's awesome. Fair play to Emma. But yeah, I mean, this experience is just great. I love the fact that we can just walk into the dressing room with these emo legends. The rest of the band are just like, yeah, cool, man. Nice to meet you. And we're just chilling out like if we're part of the furniture, like we're, we're supposed to be there, and there's not some awkward situation or anything. Yeah, we didn't even like go in, work out what we were going to ask or do. We literally just walked in the dressing room like, oh, fuck, oh, it's on from now on. Oh, cool. Well, let's set up. Let's start fucking talking. So, yeah, we had a great time. They were fucking absolutely lovely to us. And, um, yeah, couldn't have been more free with us to do whatever we were. Literally just wandering about a venue I didn't even know of <laughs> until <laughs> until I went to meet the U's there. Um, fucking solo album. Yes, that's the scoop. That's the exclusive. That is the takeaway from this. We have managed to get news. Uh, Bert McCracken is doing a solo record. So all you fucking major publications listening to this, obviously going to steal it. You're welcome. But that is so exciting. I think you can just hear us when he told us the news. It's just been like, what's this? I want to hear it now. So yeah, roll on March. Fingers crossed if that is when it actually comes out. Yep, and definitely credited us at Sapling Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and whatever else, whatever social media exists. Giant news organizations. Please, please tag us, you absolute thieving story bastards. <laughs> well, that's the thing. You never know what's going to happen on this podcasting. I think I just love the, just love it again when we get these opportunities and people trust us to talk absolute fucking rubbish. If you go back, if it's your first time listening, go back, check out all our other episodes. There is countless guests that just open up about the most interesting things from pop artists, rock, metal, drag queens, wrestlers. It's all there. So please make sure you subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast and go and support us via our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sapnin. Not only does it help us continue, but you get involved in a great community of people. Do you just have a motorbike go past? So it's drilling. I'll edit it out. Uh, I'll leave it, it in. Well. That's funny. Leave it in. It's funny. Uh, check out patreon.com forward slash sapnin. Every little helps us to keep this going and um, for me to keep buying flu medicine now at this point because fucking hell, I am sick to death of be- drowning in snot. Anyway, I need to send some massive thank yous to some very important people. Everyone in our Patreon is very important to us. But I need to thank these people who are the top tiers. Thank you very much. Kylie Wheeler. Mayumi Mayumi, Janelle Castan, Paul Hirschfield, Tony Michael, Scarlett Charlton, Dilly Grimwood, Mitch Perry, Nathan Croshaw, Kelly Ewan, Emma Barber, TPSW Owens, Molly Malloy and James Bowerbank, Amy Louise, Kat Bess and Alexandra Pemblind and Jonathan Gutierrez, Jenny Robson, Amy Dawson, Murray Grimwood, Scott Jones, Stuart McNaught, Ellen Southfield, Caroline Robinson, Stephen Aston, 
Kate Patak, Jenny Munster, Louis Cook, Carl Pendlebury, James McNaught, Jason Redia, John and Emma, Martina McManus, Danny Eaton, Sean Foynes, M. Evans-Roberts, Evan, Ollie Amesbury, Emily Perry, Khalila Keane, Adam King of the Goths Parslow, Josh, why doesn't Santa go to the hospital? He has private elf care. Crisp. That's the worst one yet, I think. Thank you very much, Vicky. Kyle Bounty Chocolate fan, David Smith. And last by no means least, Connor Lewins and family. Thank you very much to everybody involved in our Patreon. We love you very, very much. This would not happen without our Patreon. So if you've listened to five or more episodes and you've never become part of our Patreon, um, you are subhuman scum and you should join immediately. Yes, we're going to be doing a special festive season Zoom party quiz on the 21st of December as well. So if you want to get involved, if you've been waiting, you want to meet new friends and get quizzed about emo stuff and the festive holidays, this is the best time to do it. We're also going to be uh, putting up some stuff for you to decide, maybe bonus Patreon episodes or an episode coming out at the end of the year as well. So get involved, Mm. patreon.com forward slash happening. Before we wrap this emo masterpiece up, Sean, uh, uh, yes. I should give you a very quick opportunity to tell people about the bands who are going to be opening up for the Blackouts UK tour in February. Oh, yes. So we have announced now the full lineups. So on every date in February, it's going to be the Blackout. A main support is going to be Dead Pony from Scotland. And then at every show, we've got a different opener um, of bands we like and we would like to showcase and give an opportunity to. So for Manchester, we got Mouth Culture, currently managed by Loz Taylor of While She Sleeps as well. Fantastic band. Check them out. Glasgow is supported by New Shapes. They're going to be opening. Two Scottish bands playing that one. That'd be good. All the Celts together, look. All the Celts. We might try and take (laughs) over England that night. We might try and go down and take over England. Birmingham, we've got Lunas, which is Connor Ball from the Vamps' new emo pop-punk-esque project. Then Cardiff, we've got our friends in Welsh space metal, Delaw, that's what I call them. In London at our forum show, uh, we've got um, friends in the mighty Fangs Out from Sabbath Town, Birmingham. So yes, it's going to be very, very good. It's stacked. Theblackoutband.com for tickets. Go and get them for God's sake. And buy as many as you can for Birmingham. Hey. And turn up. And turn up. Don't just buy tickets <laughs> and not turn up because that'd be fucking horrible. That's wor- that's worse than not buying tickets. Is it? No. Oh, well, that, yeah, probably. At least you have the money back, like. You'd yeah, that's the, true, yeah. You'd yeah, have the fees yeah, but, of the ticket for. But, but I'd rather not do the show. I'd rather nobody turn up <laughs> than we sell it out. 3,000 tickets and nobody's there. 3,000 people don't turn up. What? <laughs> <laughs> think how horrible that would be it would be fucking horrible but yes this has been a great episode thank you so much for listening thank you everyone for celebrating everything we do and we'll be back next week and every Friday with very special guests silly nonsense laughs and fun in between not if this fucking flu's got anything to do with yeah. it we want I am sweating oh. and freezing at the same time I'm sorry for how I've sounded if it's put you off I'm very very sorry if you go to patreon.com you can buy me the cure yay what Robert Smith I joined the band Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got in before you, you fucking. (laughs) Anyway, Oh, fuck. I feel like I'm drowning in my own snot. Sorry, everyone.
You're listening to Sapling Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. Thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it or I don't I don't know what else you do with podcasts. Um, thank you very much. <laughs>